and then started the tours, started the business about two years ago. Um, but before that, I was working in the bank. Well, I'm still working in the bank just now, but I started uh, working in the bank about 10 years ago. Um, and then I moved into Leeds. I was in Leeds for five years, and then I've moved back up to Edinburgh. So I've been living in Edinburgh for the last three years now. Um, and then two years ago, I decided to, to start up a business called Lindsay's Highland Tours. Um, basically doing tours of Scotland uh, with my dad and that's what I've been, been doing for the last 18 months, just building that up. Obviously, we've had to stop for a bit just now with COVID, but uh, that's, where we're, that's what we've been working on. Because me, uh, me and Joe were talking before that you're a mountain, you know, it's like 6,500 people on Spotify already, or Spotify on Facebook already. That's, uh-huh. that's mad numbers. How long have you been at it for? Uh, the Facebook page has been up and running for about probably about 16 months, so just over a year. Um, we started it in, I think it was April last year. So we started it, the business started in January last year, but we never actually started doing the tours until April. And then we never started the Facebook stuff really until about probably June last year. So probably been about 12 months that we've been doing, um, building the, the Facebook page. Um, and then I uh, just got to 6,000 followers uh, last week. Um, I think we're at 6,300 or something now. So hopefully um, in a few months get to the, the 10,000 mark on, on Facebook. But we don't really do it now. So we don't really do um, I've got an Instagram and a Twitter, a LinkedIn and stuff, but I've only been doing Facebook because I never really had uh, Instagram or link, like Twitter before for myself. I only had Facebook. So, um, but the Facebook stuff's good. So it's it's quite it's quite easy for me to do the marketing side of the the business because it's um it's an easy like people like seeing the photos that I put up. So if you're selling like if you're a joiner or something, you're putting photos up of the work that you're doing, then no, nobody's going to really like it. Or if you're a do you know what I mean like you do electricians and you're putting photos up of wires and stuff, nobody's going to really like it. But for me, it's like the product that we're selling in Scotland. So. It's just quite easy to market because you just put a nice photo up. Um, you know, you, you get a photo and then you just put the photo up and then you share that and then people like it and people share it. And uh, I suppose the, whenever somebody likes it, then you can invite them to like the page as well. So the people that tend to like it, they're the ones that keep liking it. And then, do you know what I mean? They share it onto their friends and they share it onto their friends. So it's been quite quite easy to uh, to build up. But when, when we started that, I thought we'd maybe get, uh, I was looking at a business plan actually last week. And uh, on the business plan, I had like how many people we thought were going to have on the Facebook page. And I put down that if we could get 50 new followers every, I think, was it 100 new followers or something every month? So basically, the first year we were expecting to have 1,200, the second year, 2,400. And, and I was just basing it on that. So I didn't plan to get to this stage with the followers until 2025 or something. With, I think so when, when we first started talking about you putting this business up, it was just pure basic numbers. It was like 150. Yeah. I'm looking for this at the end of the year. You know what I mean? It wasn't here like 6,000. That's after, what, 16 months? Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine numbers like that. I'm sitting at uh, currently 600. You know what I mean? That's that amasses any sort of number that I've heard of within yeah. 16 months anyway for a business, especially a small business coming up. So. So, do you do any uh, like advert? Do you do any advertising on your like? I did. I did for the start. I was using Facebook ads, but I, I feel as if Facebook ads are they're extortionate for for what you get back on it, especially uh, working in like graphic design and stuff. Uh, I suppose that might be quite different. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm quite lucky because it's like, it's just such an easy product to to market. Do you know what I mean? So 
we put a photo on. Um, it was a photo of Edinburgh, actually, it wasn't it? Uh, Glasgow, and I, I didn't even boost it. And I had some. I woke up the next day, and it had something like fifty thousand views. Like fifty thousand people had seen it. It had like two four thousand likes or something. And then I boosted it at twenty quid. I boosted it for twenty pound, and I targeted somebody like people that like Scotland and people that like castles. Um, and it managed to get about two hundred thousand, uh, three hundred thousand people had viewed it. They got like over a thousand shares and seven thousand, eight thousand likes or something. And that's just one photo, do you know what I mean? Then you put one on the next day and then it might get 300 likes or whatever. But I think the new we're averaging about 300, 400 people liking the, the posts like organically and like the first few hours putting it on. So so that's good because we'll just keep building the page up and then you see like the Visit Scotland pages and I, I, I kind of go on and look at them and try and have a look at what they've been doing because they've been quite good. Some of them are quite good, some of them are not that good. And I'll look at like the photos that people have liked. So you can go through the photos and you'll see that maybe like 500 people have liked it and then the other one you'll see like 20,000 people have liked it so you'll think right well more people like that photo so I'll you know use that photo and I'll give the credit to the person contact them and say look can we use your photo and then use that or else photos are like my dad and that as well he's in the tears that seems to, that that's, seems to that's what I was going to get I want to see the photos that you're using are you collaborating with these people then because I, so I know well. that when I look onto your page and it's like you can see that you've sourced them basically and you've tagged them in it uh, so I, I, to be fair, I started doing it at the start. So I, I did it for the first, I think the first ten or something. I'd done it and I'd messaged them. And I think seven of them had came back. But then when I looked into it, they say that as long as you kind of give them the credit, then do you know what I mean? It's like it's all right as long as they're getting the the credit. But there was there was one that um, I put on and I asked if they, if I could use it, um, and they said it's fine. But they said they needed me to put a website or something on it as well. So like rather than their Instagram page, they wanted their website, and um, but then they started sending me photos, so like they were saying, like, you can use my other photos, so they started pinging me, like, photos that I could use, so I tend to use the same, like, the same photos that I've used tend to be the same people that put the photos up as well, so I'll go on and, like, follow them on Instagram, or I'll follow their Facebook page, and then just use their photos, and then you can obviously go to the, you were showing us about Google, and just how you can go to the, the like, labels for reuse and use the ones that are on Google. Yeah, what I was saying is just you can go into, like, the likes of Pixabay and stuff. That's, uh, like, uh, free-use pictures and stuff. But yeah. that's good enough. Uh, uh, especially see with being tourism, when you think about Scotland and you think about tourism, the first thing you go to is the Highlands, isn't it? It's Highlands, uh, it's Edinburgh Castle, it's all these places. So, like, aye, that, that being easy to market does sound... Does sound like the best, the best kind of place to go. Do you know what I mean? Because people will be searching for that. Is that something then? Let's see how you started this business. Is it something you'd thought about for years, or like you love, like you love doing as a way, or like what kind of what made you come up with the idea to actually pick to do a tour, kind of a touring business? So it's a funny one, really. So my dad, so my dad used to take me and my brother up to the Highlands when we were younger. So we used to go away like up Scotland, and we used to go camping and, and take the fishing rod and go fishing and that for a few days. So he always loved taking us up Scotland uh, when the Highlands and I remember we used to go to like Glencoe so that was the place that we used to go to quite a lot we used to just camp out up at Glencoe and then years ago like I didn't really think about it but years ago my dad used to always talk about the fact so my dad's a carer um, and he cares for the elderly and he, he remember he used to say that he'd love to take his patients up to the Highlands um, and he'd love to get like a wee camper van or a wee bus and they'd take all his patients away to the Highlands. And he used to, every time we had a wee drinking, we'd start talking about, like, oh, this, I'm going to get a, a, a bus and I'm going to take people up in the islands. And uh, just used to think he was just 
like just talking rubbish. And then he turned, it was two years ago, he, uh, he turned 60 uh, in August, so I didn't know what to get him for his 60. And I started to think to myself, like, he's getting on about, he's getting a bit older. And, and I started reflecting and thinking, well, what can I get him for his, do you know what I mean, for his birthday? And I started thinking of different ways. I've always thought about starting a business um, in different like ways that I could help out the family and, do you know what I mean, help them retire early and have, like, a good retirement and stuff. So I've always thought about that. And then I started to think about um, my dad in particular and what he would want to do. And then it, it just dawned on me one night when I was just lying in bed about what if I started up the wee tour business um, and got him to do the tours. So I ended up just lying in bed one night at about 12 o'clock and I just started getting these ideas and I ended up getting up and I was just like Googling stuff. And before I knew it, it was four in the morning and I've got the pen and paper out and I was writing loads of <laughs> ideas about the, the business plan. And then I suppose between August and uh, December, I, I started to put together like the business plan, looking into the logistics, getting excited about it. And then uh, for Christmas Day, I basically presented my dad with a, um, like a remap of Scotland for his Christmas and basically said, that's your tour business. Um, just come up with a name. And I had bought him like a, uh, a van and like a tour bus and set up a business as a limited company and stuff. So... Um, at the time, I didn't really know how it was going to go, and then he, I, didn't, I didn't know how he was going to take it because he's never really done anything like that. He's always worked different jobs, so worked in hotels, he's worked like done taxis, he's, he was a carer for the last like ten years, so it was a bit of a change for him. Um, and then we started putting the stuff on Facebook, probably like I said about March time, and as soon as we started putting it on Facebook, people started buying into the, the whole idea of like wanting to go on tours and sharing it and tagging their friends and that and then we got our first booking um, last year in April um, and it was an American family that came over from uh, North Carolina um, and they basically ended up being our first tour and we went on a tour and just even, I remember like when they gave us the money after the tour and like sitting in the van and it was I can't remember it was like four, three, four hundred quid or something and I remember like sitting with that money and just thinking like this is a like I, this could actually work like this business opportunity could work and we had the uh, best day ever. And, like we were away for like fifteen hours up the, the highlands, and do you know what I mean? They loved it. They got forties, and they kind of came back and said it was like the best tour that they've been on, and they definitely came back. And sure enough, they came back a year later. Um, so they came back over from uh, America, uh, and they went in a second tour. So, I uh, so that that's how the, that's how it started, and then just the whole Facebook thing that just kind of took it to the next level. So sharing like the photos and building the page. And I remember when we got to the first thousand people, and then I did a video. Um, and that was even at that like the video got quite a lot of likes and quite a lot of views and stuff and I started to like believe that do you know what I mean this could actually be an opportunity to help even looking back at that video before that that doesn't even seem as if it was that long ago that must have been how what, about four or five months ago when you had posted that um, the one about the thousands the thousand views uh-huh. I think it was, la- it was last year was it? What was, what, I don't even know what month it is now. Was it May? So uh, it must have no, been. everybody's losing the plot here. I know. Forget what, what year it is. It was. Uh, I think it was October time last year. or something I posted it. So we got to. And no, actually, it won't be. It'll be if we started in April. It must have been a lot quicker. Like it must have been after about. Because I remember we got to a thousand followers in about two months. Um, and it was about yeah, not a bit of a drag. Like the, the followers were coming in. It was two thousand, three thousand, and um, and then we just got to five thousand last month. And then that's when I put up another video um, when we got to 5,000 followers and then looked to do the same again when we get to uh, to 10,000 and, and so on. But uh, that's, that, how the, that's how the business is. Is that right. the next goal then? Is 10,000 for 6,000 then? So, well, the next goal is uh, for the Facebook page and, and the views, obviously, uh, is to, to build, the, um, like the, build the page up because that's where we get a lot of our bookings. So we don't really get 
we've looked at doing like Google um is it Google Ads that you can do like Google Ads and get them to I I was talking to Joe about Google Ads and I just would not suggest them at all. They're just they're extortionate for the the feedback that you get back for them. So yeah, so we've done we've done a few of that. It didn't really work. So the Facebook first stuff's good. It's good. it's easy. Do you know what I mean? I enjoyed doing it as well. So like just take a few hours in the, in the evening and just always like checking on it and that throughout the day. But building that up will help us because if you can build up like your social media, say we get to end of the year, like if we get to like twenty thousand um, followers on the page, that's what we're aiming for for the end of this right. year. Then you know that's that. Like we're getting yesterday, I got a, a seven day booking um, for. For this year, hopefully, if things get back to normal, somebody's working on a tour later in the year, October time. So that was a seven-day booking yesterday, and then we got a ten, uh, a fourteen-day booking for next year, um, that came through last week as well. And this is just people that's on the, the Facebook page that somebody's invited. So that's why I'm keen to say, and usually be the same. Do you know what I mean? It's like you want people to invite their friends and that to the page because you never know. Mm-hmm. How, like, say about graphic design, if you've got somebody who's Think about starting a business, and they happen to be on your page. Then they're going to contact you, obviously. So, uh, it's, um, I know. Do you know what I mean? And if no, then the, the, at least if you can follow the page, then they'll see what was in Scotland. And do you know what I mean? If they don't, they don't necessarily need to book anything, but at least they'll get the views in that. It's under. It's basically it's underpriced attention, isn't it? Basically, like with the Facebook. Uh, and it's free as well. Do you know what I mean? It's just the cost. And I've seen Danny. You remember we had um was a. Uh, Basically, there's a bank called Tide Bank, who that's who we do our business banking with, and they basically done an advertising campaign for uh, Lindsay Highland Tours. So they came up, they phoned us up one day and they were saying that they were looking to basically grow their um, their market in Scotland, and they had to find a, a Glasgow-based business, and they were looking through all the different companies and they seen ours, and they looked in the Facebook page and they said that it looked quite interesting, and they liked the story, so they wanted to do like a bit of an advertising campaign to help like people know about their business. So they put our um, like their photos on all the digital ads and all the train stations all over the UK. So it was like photos um, of, of me and my dad just in, up in the Highlands. It took us up to like Loch Lomond and done like a photo shoot with us for a day. Um, and those photos were all of like London, Leeds, like four weeks, London, Leeds, Edinburgh. Like I was walking through Waverley Station, Glasgow Central. And every time the digital ads changed, you could see me and my dad's photo. And I was looking at it, they had about five grand a week to purchase one of them and get your, your stuff on. And they were on every station, like all over the place, and about five different ones as well. So that must have cost like hundreds of thousands of pounds. Um, we ended up getting like five bookings out of that whole campaign. And obviously the campaign was for them, but I thought like at the time, I remember phoning my dad and saying, right, dad, this is, it's going to go live. Like we need to like have the phone at the ready. People are going to be phoning us up and try to book. So I read book tours with us. I was like, I will do this. Employ loads of drivers. I was thinking about different, like buying more vans. And um, and I'm sat there. And I'm like, I had to check it. I was, it's like, that's so strange. I've not had any messages or anything. And then I like, time gone, time went by, and nobody really got in touch with us. So, uh, so I would never doing that again. And then the Facebook stuff, like we've had most of the books for that, and it's it's free. Do you know what I mean? You can just put photos up. So it definitely helps. Do you think? See when people are actually on the tour, do you find? Just face up, you said earlier. Do you find that the the kind of family aspect is what people enjoy? Because obviously you can go on tours, and it's a you can tell it's a kind of cooperation feel when you've maybe got somebody who's a bit stilted and stuff. Do you think people kind of get bought into the the family business aspect of it as well, like the the personal touch on it that you used there? Uh, definitely, I hundred percent. So, my dad, like I said, I don't know if it'd be, it wouldn't be the same. Do you know what I mean? If it didn't, if it didn't have the story behind it, I don't think. I think that's how people started to buy into it at the start, and even with the um, 
like that type, for instance, like they were the ones that mentioned the fact that, you know, this, the whole father-son stuff, uh, they done like a blog as well about the whole um, the story and how it came about and stuff. So I think that definitely helps. But it's, a, uh, it's an interesting one because I've, I've got a pal who does, um, I met her at one of the Business Gateway events and she does the tours and she started her tours in London um, and then she moved up to Edinburgh and she basically branched out in Edinburgh and she started a, a, like her tours up here as well. And in London, they're really successful. So like they're doing like 500 tours a year or whatever. And then when she moved yes. up here, she was struggling a wee bit. Uh, and I think it was that thing about the fact that she had the background story. So her story was that she was doing the tours on the buses, like the, the open bus tours. And then she basically thought, do you know what? There's a niche market here. Like there's a gap in the market. I could probably do this myself. And she basically started up her own, her own business. Do you know what I mean? It was doing very well. And then she moved up to Scotland and it didn't really have the same effects, I, I suppose, because she was English and um, it probably just it wasn't as authentic as it would have been if... Do you know I mean, I think when people go on the tours, they want somebody that's like, it's not the perfect tour, it's the, the authentic tour. So it's like the people that's, um, that loves that country, that they might not know everything about everything, but they're passionate about the stuff that they do know. And, uh, and yeah. I think, you know, my dad's got that to a T. So definitely, they, oh, we've got 100% five-star reviews and... I reckon if it wasn't my dad, then we wouldn't have that amount of reviews. Do you know what I mean? We wouldn't have that success. Yeah. So definitely him that, uh, that gets the, the business. So that was the next thing I was going to go into. Now. We were looking at TripAdvisor earlier on. Five-star reviews across the board. Man, that must make you feel ecstatic, you know what I mean? Aye. It's, uh, it's good. To be fair, there's loads that are missing. Like, I've never got... Um, we didn't start asking people to put the reviews on until really like the, the end. So we went back and basically messaged a few people to see if they'd put them on but we'll probably have a few more do you know what I mean if we had to go and go and get it but I've not really um, I was looking into like the uh, it's good when you go on it you see it and you see the comments and the, the like the words and that, that they say and I've asked them to put the we'll probably get more reviews on the Facebook page um, than we had on TripAdvisor but probably just need to get, start getting them to put them on TripAdvisor because I suppose that's what when people Google Scotland then that's what they're going to see but I think if you read the comments um, you know even when people comment on the posts and that about the tours and my dad it definitely uh, uh it's nice to nice to read and that was the first thing see soon as i put in Lindsay's Highland tours on google TripAdvisor was there that was your top straight away and then you've got your facebook page under that so i think if you just keep plodding on just work with TripAdvisor, work with the two of you who knows how far it can go you know what i mean yeah. especially just you're working on facebook the now and it's you're getting your your re, uh, your reviews and stuff on there you imagine not on uh, TripAdvisor? How far that could go? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting because I was I Saturday, what I call the business Lindsay Sandland Tours. I like to call it something like Scotland's Tours so that when people would search for tours in Scotland, then we would potentially come up. But, my uh, accent. Was, uh, but I, I remember actually, I Googled, um, I tried to do Scot Scotland tours or Scottish tours, I think it was. I think the first up, idea you had was Scottish Highland tours, I think I've still got the, uh, the logo. logo. Uh, and then when I did that, it came up saying, I tried to buy that um, as the name and on Company's House, I tried to put it in and it came up saying that you couldn't use it because I think it had the word Scotland in it and you had to get like certain rights if you're going to use the word Scotland, I don't know, but. So we changed it to um, Lindsay's Highland Tours, and then it's, like, looking back now, I wouldn't change it for, do you know what I mean, for the world. That tells your whole story, doesn't it? Because the name, that authenticity for it, like, that's the bit when you're telling your story about, like, even how you came up with it as I, like, I sort of presented it with Christmas and stuff. 
that's a story people want to hear. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. a, like you can relate to that. I think it's like it's a beautiful story. Do you know what I mean? It's cool. Yeah. I think now though you've created a brand. You know what I mean? Lindsay's is a brand now because we've been talking about you want to expand this brand beyond Highland Tours. Uh, so Lindsay's the name has become the brand basically you know what I mean if you had to uh, change that it would, it would change the full dynamic uh, definitely so like that's 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 the thing like you start I think when you when you start seeing I don't know how far it, like how many people it reaches as well so like it's quite that's the stuff that's quite exciting because it reaches people all over the world because you're putting these photos on and most of the people I think in the Facebook page um, are probably from like America because that's where most of the customers that the book of tours are from so when they invite people it's all their friends that they'll be inviting and then they're from different parts of America so like over in America like the, do you know what I mean there's loads of like people that know about Lindsay's Highland Tours and like you say there, so I suppose that's something like going forward. Then you can, you know, you can change that so that it's going to be, you know, whatever, you know, Lindsay's like Canadian tours or Lindsay's, you know, Swiss tours. If you want to do tours somewhere else, and that's something that term, that's what we're we're looking to do. Do you know what I mean? Like expand globally. And um, I say we like that's that's my my plan. Like my dad's plan is just to do the the Highland tours, and, and um, <laughs> he's happy just to do the the tours. And but imagine George like, George in Switzerland. Uh, but that's just something that I've been thinking about in terms of like longer term so obviously for the um, the, the short term goal is, is to get my dad to retire and, and be able to do this full time that's the, that's the plan and so to do that like we're going to the next day is just to build a build a team and get a few people working for the you know what I mean start to like have an actual team together that's working on the, the tours and doing all the stuff that I'm doing because I'm, I'm doing this like this is like um I'm doing this side of my job. Do you know what I mean? I've got like a full-time job that's uh, quite intense, and I'm having to like work 12 hours a day. And do you know what I mean? Like, this is all stuff after I finish my day job that I'm having to do in the yeah, constant. Aye, so, uh, so that's how. Like, if I was able to do this full-time, then obviously I think it'd be much like it'd be further ahead. But it's like I'm having to work, and then and it's not like I can just do a nine-five. Do you know what I mean? I'm having to like mm-hmm. finish it seven o'clock even like just before there i just think it put on a call so um if i can get like a team of people like that want to help and, and build it and, and start building the business that way then that will keep the tours coming in and, and that will help my dad be able to kind of leave his job as a carer um and do the do the tours full time and it's yeah, not I, it doesn't it's not it hates the tour like the caring like he loves it do you know what i mean so it's just like that's what i want for him to do that and then long longer term um that's what i'm looking to like you know kind of branch out a bit and go different places and do the like you said that brand there so you can you can really do it different countries we first first started talking about you actually putting this out here and that was the that was the end goal and i respect you for actually sticking to that end goal because that is the end goal to have your dad uh, retire and live off this basically and i think there's something about that as well that keeps me um probably like there's a bit of urgency there because, like I said, he, t- he turned six. So he's, he's sixty-one now. He turned sixty when I started the business, and I don't know how like the average. I think it's like, do you know what I mean? Sixty-seven, the uh, retirement age and stuff. But there's like a, a bit of pressure there. Like there's no point in me holding up a business over the next ten years, and then when he's seventy, saying right that day you go, you can, you can retire. <laughs> you know, it's not real, anyway. So I think there's a bit of a for me it keeps the pressure in terms of well. I need to try and build this quick, um, and so that I can say to him, right, you know, you can 
you've you've I've got enough bookings now for you to do this full time because that's what he loves doing. Do you know what I mean? He just loves. He would do it for free. Like he'd just go out and do the tours and um, do you know what I mean? He like, he would genuinely go out and just do that for free. So to be able to do it and get paid for it and and people having a good time is just a, a bonus. I I guess it's good. Like that what you're talking about. There's a like Tony Robbins kind of talks about a thing and it's basically what you've just said. It's having something that's pulling you towards it rather than having something for behind you that you're trying to keep the fire burning. It's like you're always going to have that because the end goal's there that's pulling you towards it. Like your ambition, yeah. you can build momentum kind of building towards that thing's pulling you there like your dad because you've got a time frame on it which is obviously helps drive you, do you know what I mean? Do you have any like... You do, obviously, you're, you're graft, you graft your ass and then you're doing, you're doing the business as well. Do you have any like rituals or anything you stick to, or do you have any kind of like you doing meditation, planner? You know what I mean? Is there anything that you kind of go on, keeps that hard work going like every day that you're doing it? Uh, How your job and keeping the kind of passion and the energy in the business as well? So, I think. Like, I do quite a lot of personal development in terms of, like, um, just your podcasts and listening, do you know what I mean, to, um, like, Gary Vaynerchuk, I've been listening to quite a lot. Um, I was going to say, I, I listen to Gary V all the time, I was uh, going to say. Hey, Joe's, Joe's a Gary V fan, man, he's trying uh, to get me into Gary V. Uh, he's good, I've been trying to get you into it for years. He's been, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, into, I'm into, like, see, see the secret and stuff like that. Uh, I'm happy with that, I'm cool with that, but it's when I start thinking about other things. Yeah. Well, he's been trying to get us into Gary V for months, man. I'm like, I don't know, don't know when to start with Gary V. So he he's good because he talks about the fact. So he used his story was um quite similar in the sense that he was working like and then doing this part time. So he was working in his like wine business with his dad and that. But he talks about the fact that you know you've got like so many hours in a day that you need to to go to your normal job, and then people say they don't have time to do anything else when really you've got like. So, I mean, 12 hours at the other side, so, like, you take taking hours for all that time, so, but I think, for me, it's, there's a guy, um, so I've got, like, a mentor, uh, I call him a mentor, like, he's somebody that I've been kind of following and working with for a while, um, who's done in Leeds, and he was, he's basically, um, he's, he's done a few different things, he's had, like, a few businesses, and he helps out a few businesses, so he does, like, this thing, a 30-day plan, um, and I've done it for a while now, so I'm working, I'll do it in work as well, like, I'll write down a plan, what do I want to achieve in 30 days? And then I'll say, right, so how do I need to do that? And I'll break it down and then I'll come back and then I'll break it down per day. And so like the last one I done um, at the start of the lockdown, I done a 30 day plan and that was to have um, reached 500,000 uh, views uh, by the 30 days and get to the 5,000 followers, which was like an extra 2,000 followers. So when you break that down per day, it was 16,000 views a day and something like 50 followers or something a day. So I knew that every day, at the end of the day, if I had met that number, then I was on track to meet my, my 500,000. So religiously, like every day, I would like check it throughout the day. I'd put posts on, and if it wasn't doing as well, then I'd maybe post something else. And I'd, do you know what I mean? And then there was a few days where it was doing better, and I was ahead of the game, and I'd try and like work out how many I needed before the, um, and that helped. But yeah, you know, so it's, it's difficult. It's like it's good. It's good when you want to do it, but I try to do that, but. I keep forgetting to like write the plans down, and I think when I write something down and I say I'm going to achieve it, then I tend to you know work towards that, and I'll hopefully achieve it. And that's what I'm trying to do now with the whole like my dad's retirement stuff. Like when I write down the business plan, I'm always having to go back to it and basically like what's more realistic, like what can I 
do you know what I mean? What, what else can I do to try and grow that? So um, I, that that helps, and then just um, just like reading a few like different books and stuff as well to try and learn a bit more about like business and uh, I suppose like the tourism industry and just doing a bit of research. So but, uh, this it's not because I enjoy doing it. It's not like it doesn't seem like an additional work. You know I mean? It's like a it's half the battle. Uh, whereas if it was something like I couldn't do. 12 hours working in the bank and then going working a, like, do you know what I mean, somewhere else, like doing DJing or something like that, I'd be too tired, do you know what I mean, whereas this I can like just come back, chill and like, even throughout the day and that I can check my phone and it's quite easy to, to maintain but obviously as it gets busier and we start getting like more bookings and that then realistically the, like, the longer term plan is obviously to leave the, leave the bank and do this full time so um, and it's working towards that as well. Do you know what I mean? Setting a goal and then working back and saying, well, if I need to achieve that by 2023, then what would I need to do every day to, to achieve that? So so far it's on track. Well, it was on track, but obviously uh, everything's just been put on hold at the moment with COVID. So. I suppose this gives you time to kind of look at the marketing side a wee bit deeper. Gives you a bit of extra time to kind of just be focusing on that. Do you know what I mean? Instead of the actual... Like you're getting to learn and grow during this time Aye. without having the time to actually go on and doing the tours or setting up a tour. I don't, I don't know if that's the case, but well, I was thinking, oh, but you're going to find bumps in the road throughout your journey. You know what I mean? So take this one yeah. and then just gain anything you can fit, and then just move on for it, build for it. Yeah. I think we're quite lucky in the sense that it happened um, when it did. So. We're quite fortunate, obviously, I'm still working, my dad's still working, um, so we're not really like financially impacted. We've obviously got the costs to run the business and we're losing money there, but it's no, it's like, to, do you know what I mean? There's, we lost the majority of the bookings that we had for this year, like that's pretty much, it was probably for the tourism industry, it goes from March till, I say, August, September time, and then it starts to die down again and then get into the winter periods. And obviously, um, coronavirus has happened bang on, you know, March and it will probably last until at least kind of August, September time. So it's right in the middle of it. So we've pretty much lost all the bookings that we had this year. Um, but we should be all right for next year. Whereas I know that that um, my friend that I told you about has got a tour business. You know, they've been they've set up a business that they've had for a number of years. Like there's um, a tour called Urquhart Tours. I don't know if you've heard of Urquhart Tours. They're a Scottish, I think it's David Urquhart. They've just had to go into liquidation uh, last week because they're um, basically, they, they can't um, afford to continue. Uh, with the coronavirus impact so they've been going for 25 or 35 years i want to say and they've got yes. hotels they've got like a fleet of like 50 vehicles and um, they're impacted more because they've obviously got so much money going out every month like they'll be paying for the staff they've got like maybe 100 staff and hotels and mortgages and stuff whereas we're just uh, right at the start so if it's ever going to happen then i'm, I'm kind of glad that's um, you know it's happened at the very start rather than than later but uh I think the way it's going now, but I don't think if we're, I don't think you're going to be influenced in that. That's my own opinion. Just for what I've been looking at on your Facebook, it just rises and rises every single day. Uh, because it's on social media too, it's not like an actual. I know I say it's not an actual business type thing. Because you're on social media, it's not as if you've got like offices everywhere. Aye, uh, well that's uh, that's the other thing. So um, obviously we don't have the like a premises, so we don't need to pay for like for that we don't have staff that we need to pay for um so it's probably best it's happened like just now i don't know 
Aye, and I think people will probably want to go, like, so obviously the tourism industry is going to change massively after this, and, like, tourism is going to reduce, um, do you know what I mean, across the, the whole world. So I think more people are going to be tempted to go on staycations and, like, visit Scotland, like, people mm-hmm. from England, people from Scotland that are thinking, well, realistically, I'm not going to get away on holiday for this year. So, you know, if this all blows over and, you know, they want to get away for a week or whatever, they might want to go on a tour around Scotland and go to the endless sky. And it's beautiful. I mean, Scotland's, like, there's so many nice parts of Scotland. Like, even when I started oh, the business, uh, my dad, um, like, he kept talking about it and how nice it is and stuff. And it was the first time I did, like, a, a test run, like, went up to trial it. And I remember getting up and thinking, like, this is actually, like, I was sharing photos and stuff before that, but, when we went up to the highlands and uh, kind of looked at it from a tourist point of view, it was beautiful. So, uh, loads of places. How long have you been doing the podcast then? This is our second week running. Joe's been doing, what is it? You were trying for one every night, basically. Ah, uh, but at the start, I had, I had, I just had the idea. I was, I've actually been, I've been watching a lot of, um, have you watched Gary V's new thing he's there every day, the TV Gary V? Aye, uh, yeah, aye. Yeah. I was watching, I've just been consuming a lot of Gary Vee and obviously his whole philosophy is like pump out the content, do you know what I mean? Just, uh, it's not like just keep going and like if you fail, you For me, I, I just had this idea, I was like, I'm going to like co-host seven podcasts like in just one every day with a different person. So like uh, this one kind of about like businesses and side hustles and stuff with Danny and then, but then I was like, that's a bit ridiculous. So. They know I'm doing free, so I do this one. I'm doing one with my mate. Um, we kind of just talk shit like to us, kind of like like the UFC, and we talk a lot about kind of Joe Rogan, and we just end up having sometimes these mad philosophical kind of conversations. Where you just see it when you're on the phone, and you're like, imagine other people want to hear that. So we kind of just talk about kind of things talk about during the week, and then I've got another one with my pal who's like a director and a writer. Right. Yeah, like that was a good idea. So I just stuck to three. Um, so this one, me and Daddy done the first one last week, and then obviously this one the second week. This this will be the one where we're trying to get people on, kind of like like yourselves, you like an interview type conversation, because um, it is about like business and scientific and stuff. So, but I man, it's it's. I just think it's cool. I just enjoy yeah, this. Just that was my, see, before I actually got into graphic design, this was my initial thought to just start up like a podcast type thing. Uh, we spoke about it, Lindsay, I said to you for months and months, I think I should go down the podcast route instead of actually putting pen to paper and doing logos and graphic design and stuff, like actually talking about it instead. You could probably do both, do you know what I mean? I think, I think it's great that like, we spoke about it. This is the exact stuff that I was talking about that I'd rather, like... If you're going to do podcasts, more, more to get people into businesses and get people to come up with like, ideas. Because I think everybody's got ideas, aren't they? Like, everybody's got an idea about jumping yeah. in, whether it's, I don't know, selling coffee or if it's starting up a painting decorating company. Like, everybody wants to start up. A little, I think they do anyway, um, but they just don't know where to start. So I've always been interested with the idea of like being able to help somebody come up with like. So if they've got an idea, then being able to like talk them through how you go from the, the idea to concept and how you take that whole like initial step because I think that's the hardest part once you've made that like first step and I see it but now like on Facebook loads of people like have set up their own businesses um, do you know what I mean whether it's like valeting or do you know what I mean even like see things like Dialaboos and that like that, that 
interests me because I'm just thinking. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's still like a business that's um, it's like making money. Do you know what I mean? And that, like, they've obviously had that idea. And do you know what I mean? You can turn that into anything. So I'll tell you what, but see, Dyla Booze, man, they make the fucking nice money right now, currently, with yeah. any any sort of small business that's getting about. They're not affected <laughs> by it. Not a chance are they affected no. by yeah. fucking coronavirus. Yeah, it's, good. it's good for some businesses. And even Spotify, have you seen um, Joe Rogan's? Ah, uh, he's Rogan. moved on, man. Hello, million. Mental, isn't it? Hello, million. It's crazy. See what you're talking about there, right? So that concept of like having the idea. And then, like we've spoke, I we've, we've spoke a lot about good things, kind of, but your backstory and stuff like this, right? So this is an idea that I've had since I was about fourteen that I wanted. <laughs> so you were just when Danny says, kind of, what your business is, right? I mean, when I was when I was like younger, I, I started a wee scheme, right? That's that's a bit mental, like voted the most notorious housing scheme in Scotland and all that. Yes, like, say the name, Joe. Say the name. Arfield, so just next to Celtic Park, um, like. We a lot of the time the the times would come in or like whatever newspaper would come in and they'd start trying to take photos of all hanging about and get all this and their motor would always get smashed up and they'd get chased. <laughs> and but I remember I was about fourteen and I had this idea. I was because of the tour buses not. I was like, imagine doing a tour in the East End of Glasgow. I was like, and and in all the the places where all the real people. Do you know what I mean? Getting the yeah. history behind. Even things like that, like the gang violence, the, the kind of knife crime and all that stuff. But obviously the, the community aspect as well, do you know what I mean? There's loads in it. But I was like, I want to talk to you about that. Because it's uh, like a, once you were looking to branch out Lindsay's scheme tours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the insurance would have to uh, go up on the, the van. Americans, that's what I was going to ask earlier, see when they're on doing the tours, do they, 
are they always giving it the kind of yeah, I'm I'm part Scottish, like that's my, my ancestors are Scottish you know, or I'm Irish or yeah. did they give you that Aye. Every American Scottish, like every single person I've had in the two. But it's funny because so the majority the majority of them will have like a clan, like they'll have their ancestors and they'll have like a, a clan and so, like my dad's keep always trying to like understand what their their like their clan is. So like if we've had a few like um different like the Davids and stuff. And my dad will do a bit of research before the tour and then he'll take them to like, he'll find out where the clan's from, like for historically, and he'll take them up to their ancestors, but and that. And they'll get quite emotional when that is like some of them that would take them to like a castle. Um, and like they were thinking, like, that, like, do you know what I mean? My great, 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 great ancestors used to Aye. live in that castle, and they get all emotional. And do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that that's been the ancestral uh, checks, but uh, it's a uh, it's something that they're definitely interested in. There's loads of things now. You've got Outlander, and um, I there's loads of there's loads of things. Um, whiskey tours. There's, there's so many that you can that you can do. Aye, that's good. I thought that I thought that would happen. You'd you'd kind of these get the old. You know, there's a big thing my grand isn't there. It's like coat of arms. You seen your your family's coat of arms. Aye. The kind of picture stuff like the, uh, I was just imagining if I Amer- especially Americans because they. They romanticise everything, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I, like you're saying, they would get emotional. Like it's, yeah. it's the kind of nature, nature of that American culture in it. Like, uh, it's amazing. So it's just like, just like nice people. And when, when they're over here as well, they're on vacation. So, like to them in America, they don't. It's not like they get six, seven weeks holiday like we do, and we can go on holiday like every week. So, they'll tend to get like a two week vacation. Um, and then, like a few extra days, so the holidays sometimes aren't as like as much as obviously we get over here. Like some people get eight weeks holiday a year. Um, so when they go on a vacation, like they go all out, that's their big holiday. Do you know what I mean? It's like us going to Vegas or, or something. So they want to make the most of it. So that's how like the tours are good because you get to like especially rather than telling them where they want to go, then you say right, well, where do they want to go? Like what do they want to see? Like castles, locks, and then we'll work it in the places that they want to see, um, and then we'll just basically plan the tour and what they want to see so they're getting the best of the best of their vacation. Aye. That's good, man. That, that, I, I take it that makes it kind of easier on your part as well because you're you're taking a lot, you, you're going to hit the right points because it's based on what they, they enjoy and what they like and what they're looking for. So you um, don't, as obviously you'll have your tours mapped out that if people don't have a clue, they just want to go on a tour. But I think that's making that kind of tailored to somebody is, it sounds like it'd be amazing, do you know what I mean? Because it would mean so much more to that person. And with like, so Rabbi's tours are probably the biggest tours in Scotland. And like, I've spoke to people that like some of their tours are excellent to get like good write ups. But the thing with like tours like that, when they're doing big group tours, they'll go to these places. So they go like they tell you where you're going. So you book a tour with them, and they'll go to Glencoe, and they'll stop there, and they've got a 15 minute stop. So you stop for 15 minutes. So the time you get off the bus and you get to get over there and you start taking photos. Then they come and tell you, right, back on the bus, we're going to the next place. So then you drive for like two hours, you go up to Loch Ness, and then you stop for 15 minutes, and then you get a photo of the Loch Ness and whatever, and then you're back, then in, the back bus, in the like, bus. Right? So you spend most of your time in the bus, whereas we us, like, we say, right, well, where do you want to go? And they'll say, well, I want to go and see um, locks. So you'll take them up to all these different locks, and then if they say, what's that over there, and they want to spend a bit longer, then we'll spend longer. And likewise, if they go somewhere and they don't like it, or they want to go somewhere else, then they'll say, right, well, can we go to this place? And the bit of tours that we have that they'll we'll get talking to them about different things, like my dad will start talking to them about like Rob Roy's grave or, or whatever it is, and 
stuff that they didn't know about, and then they'll say like, oh, is that far from here? And my dad's like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll go and see it. And then it's like, so we first we've been out in tours for like twenty years and that. Like we've been out like full day tours. Like I don't know how my dad stays awake because uh, I'm always in the front, like sleeping after the end, just like after the. Is that? Is, is that gonna just directly feed your dad's passion off it then? Do you think uh, like yeah, that that he's just willing, like he's got the energy because he's fucking just loving every minute of it, and like he's 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 basically wanting them to ask, is that close here? Because he's like, oh, yeah, like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I want to take it. That's amazing, yeah, man. That, but that's yeah. what you want. You want he, he used to do that with us as well. He'd do that with me and my brother. He'd say, oh, and I'd go, where's that? And he'd be like, oh, it's just up here. And then we'd be like, ah, up Torridon. And you'd go up to Torridon, and it's like four hours like up there away. And then before you know it, it's like two in the morning, and you're still, you know what I mean, seven hours from Glasgow. So you'd end up just sleeping in the motor. Just, yeah, uh, I think it's I think it's honestly fantastic that your dad's got this knowledge, you know, to bring into the business. Yeah. So he actually knows what where he's gone, what he's doing, yeah. and what the sites are and stuff like that. So it feels like a mere personalised tour than what it was. But you were saying with your other tours, and they would just say, "Here, get back in the bus, man." Ah, uh, definitely. Uh, so is there anything? Is there anything? See if you went back to the start. Then is there anything you would change? Like how would so from the logo? The, the logo. <laughs> this, part, <laughs> this part I'm trying to like like because I think we've already done it loads but I'm thinking directly like what value can we get to somebody who watches this like what would you say going back for start to kind of where you're new like what would you recommend to people who are interested in starting up their own thing so I think, um, I'd say just just start it do you know what I mean like you're not gonna I'd, I'd say do it so like the only thing that I wish I'd done differently was start this years and years ago so like if I knew how good my dad was going to be at the tours, then I'd have started this 10, 20 years ago, do you know what I mean, if I could. Um, so the worst thing, like I've, I've done it before when I've sold coffee, and that like never worked. So I, I used to, when I lived in Leeds, I was selling coffee, and I'd go all over the country to festivals, and I was I thought I was going to be a millionaire like selling coffee, and it never worked out. But like the experience I got through that was amazing. Like I, I met so many people, and I got that mentality of like sales, and like I learned so much from it. So. I think if anybody's got any um, ideas or anything, then I'd just say either start it and like just look into it and, and get a business plan and just start writing down a business plan and you'd be surprised at how easy it is, do you know what I mean, to, to start up a business and even like on Company's House, I think it's something like £13 to set up a, a limited company and I think that sense of like having your own company, whether you're self-employed or a limited company, just gives you that confidence to then say, I'm a business owner and, you know, I'm, and that, you know, helps you. Um, and then I'd probably, like, I've been quite lucky, so I've got a few people that I'd, I'd reach out to and ask for support, like mentors and stuff down in, in Leeds that I met through the coffee. Um, so I'd say if you're unsure about anything, then just ask somebody who's already done it and ask them for support, and people would be willing to help you. Do you know what I mean? I love it, seeing somebody comes up with like an idea. Like when Danny was talking about the, the um, graphic design, like we just sit and have a few a few beers and just have a, like a few different ideas, and now obviously he's set up his... Um, his business and that's doing really well so I think if anybody's got any like ideas of what to start up a business then I'd definitely say just like either go ahead and just do it or reach out to somebody and just kind of ask for some support and people will be willing to help you You're spot on mate, honestly it's just, it takes a lot of time though, it's not just going to happen within a day you know what I mean, oh, a lot of people that. just think that we can set up a business within a day and then that's it, it's done Absolutely. that's my business so that I think that's the thing that gets started. I think in terms of making it last, the the big thing is resilience. And obviously, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about it a lot. Like, do you know what I mean? Like patience and uh, like having the time to do it. Like, it's not going to happen. So like when I think about like business and stuff, it's moving pretty fast. But 
there's no rush, do you know what I mean? Like, it could take forever, like, it could go at this state for the rest of, like, the next five years, and then it could it could take off, and if it doesn't, then you've not really lost anything, so um, I definitely say that, you know, you're going to get failures, you're going to get things like rejections, and people are going to cancel on you, people are going to, you know, not believe in it, um, that's going to happen, so just, but I think if you, if you stick it out, then, do you know what I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll tend to make something of it, so it'll obviously just, just take time, but I, I think it's like, look at, like, there's so much stuff out on the internet, like podcasts and that, that like, that's how I kind of learn, just like listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and um, just Googling, Googling stuff. That's how the kind of road we're trying to get in it, Joe. We're trying to help like, smaller businesses through this time. Aye, but that's it. Like, I, it's, it's part and parcel. Like, we'll get, like, we're getting to learn. So, like, the day I've learned loads of what you've been saying, do you know what I mean? But hopefully somebody else watches, even if it's one person, do you know what I mean? They watch and they get to learn something as well. Yeah. So, the more people you kind of get involved with something like a podcast, it's like the more people you reach and actually get to, to help them just take the motivation to start that wee thing they want to start or for, for myself like if there's something I don't know or helps me get motivation just by learning through this platform do you know what I mean it's I think there's no better way to do it than, than yeah. starting my own thing do you know what I mean to, to I kind there's of, a lot of there's a lot of similarities between you and Lindsay because he was talking about the sales stuff with the likes of the coffee and stuff obviously you work in sales and the two of have got a lot of similarities gone you're very business minded at the moment, I know, because we have been getting into the likes of graphic design and stuff. Aye. You, you've been trying to push on with that, so aye. I think the two of you are very, very business minded. We, we were to be talking about for that, for that environment, see that sales environment, because like, I've sold cars. The new idea of kind of train people to do face to face kind of fundraising, like door to door. But it's, it's, that, it's that high kind of. There's a, there's loads of ambition in that industry. Do you know what I mean? Like every person, you you need to you need to have drive to do that job. Do you know what I mean? So I think that, I think that you kind of naturally that stems off of that that kind of high high pay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it's who you like. Do you know what I mean? Like who you kind of surround yourself with as well. So like if you want to, obviously the stuff I think the stuff you're doing is amazing. But like if you want to like surround yourself with people that's like ambitious and are going to try and like encourage you and set up your own business and that then that's fantastic but if you're going to hang about with people that um slaggy and do you know what i mean like say that it's it's never going to work and like just negative people then do you know what i mean that you go every weekend and like just the same stuff then the amount of people like, the amount of people into when we started it that told us nah it's no worth yeah. a fuck because i do that there's no point in doing that there's no point in doing that look at where you're now you get six and a half thousand people on facebook alone yeah you're fucking, you're booming. We, we were talking about, um, like, we've been saying this thing about just uh, even, like, people that are unsure about stuff. Like, I'd love to just, like, sit and have a few beers and talk about, like, business ideas with people and, like, not necessarily, like, start it up, but just to, like, help, like, people come up with, like, different ideas. And well, I think, like, one thing I, I can, I seem to be doing well was, like, being able to identify how to market on Facebook. So, like, my, my Facebook... Um, with, with the photos and stuff and it's a lot easier like the, the, the project but even yesterday like I um, set up so we're talking about the, the Swiss tours there and um, so I got Danny to make me a logo for the, the Swiss tours and I'm not looking to start that until three four years like that's long-term like plan but I thought there's no point waiting four years and then saying oh I'm going to set up a Facebook page 
So in the back of my mind, I thought, well, actually, if I set up a Facebook page just now, start doing what I'm doing with the, the tours, and I can build up that page to like maybe 20,000, 30,000 followers in four years' time, then I'll be in a position where when I start asking people to book tours in Switzerland, then they'll be like, the what you what? So I tested it and I put a photo on yesterday um, on the, the page. Bear in mind, nobody follows the page. Um, and I boosted it 20 quid. Um, and I've just checked it just now and it said 3,700 3, likes. It said like 600, like 600 shares and it's reached like 50,000 people. And that's obviously like people then, that's one. Well, and this is, is this just for a bear page? There's nothing on it? Bear, bear page. Bear page. So like one photo, it's a photo of Switzerland that says, how beautiful is Switzerland? And I just went on and I just put in um, from age 25 to 60 plus and then I put in interested in Switzerland and interested in tourism. And then I just paid 20 quid to boost it for one day uh, and it reached like 4,000 people, but they obviously share it. So 600 people shared it. And then it said like 4,000 likes or something. And that, so that, I look at that and I think, well, that was a test to see like if that would work. But you could do that. I, like, say something like, to say, like, I see people like, what, I don't know, with clothing brands or whatever it is, like you could do something like that. I think if you know how to like market it, then obviously that's going to help and like make content and stuff that's going to, it's going to help. So I think that's what I bring to like, that's what I get excited about the Lindsay's Highland Tours because I know that I could probably, like, if I keep doing that and keep building on it, that's why, like, when I talk about having 100,000 followers on the business page by 2022, like, that's realistic in my view. Right. I think that's achievable because I think I know how to do it and I can build that plan and, and work back from it. So You've done it so far. Was... You're sitting at, again, 6,500, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so you've right. done it so far. It's definitely achievable. Right. So that's, that's quite exciting, I think. Um, You know, and people will obviously be, be good at different things. So there'll be some people that are good at writing. Like, I'm not that good at writing. Or like the, the readings, that, like all, the, all that type of stuff, or the, um, the side of things, or the finances. But, you know, stuff like that, like, that's my kind of... I found that as, like, something that I'm good at. Um, and making the videos and stuff seem to be, be going well as well. So I think if anybody's, like, even, like, people that have got businesses, like you said, like, if you try to get them on, um, and I get a few, like, I get quite a lot of messages from people, like, that I've already got businesses or... And just asking like a few questions and stuff, and I think you know there's probably people out there that will think, well, how did he, you know, how do you get that many like likes and stuff? And you get like just ask me, do you know what I mean? Because there's ways that you can do it, like through the mm-hmm. Facebook. Uh, like I say, I don't know how to use Instagram, I don't know how to use Twitter, and um, but I'm quite good at the, the Facebook stuff, and I think I could probably add some value <coughs> to like those businesses for like no uh, for free, just, just to help people. Um, so I so like you, you said there, just reach out and, and ask. So I said to you earlier on, Jonah, uh, was it all about see when you're promoting your business? Facebook is definitely the way to go forward. I don't think what you're saying, Lindsay, is you don't know how to work Instagram. I, I know a lot of people that don't know how to work Instagram. You know what I mean? It's like a younger generation type thing. Uh, see, with Facebook, Instagram, so like Instagram will be good for things. TikTok will be good for things, and uh, Twitter will be good for like LinkedIn's good for your more professional stuff. Like I've, Ideally, I wanted to be on all all platforms. Do you know what I mean? But I just I don't have the I don't I don't know. I just never done it. Um, I've got I put a few things on Insta. Uh, I've connected to my Instagram so that it shares like the Facebook photo and that. Well, when I promote the Facebook photo, I'll share it on Instagram. Um, and it gets like a few thousand likes and stuff. But I never really get any like content. Whereas on Facebook, people will connect with you and they'll like message you directly, and you know I'll get quite a few messages into the page and comments and stuff. And I think it's quite an easier an easier platform for for that type of business, but. Aye. So how like how um how how do how do people get in touch with you then? So in terms of if they want to book tours or if they're interested, like for example, if somebody watches this off the cuff, who's like 
I love that fucking Switzerland idea. Like, I want to talk to you about it or whatever. Yeah. How do we, how did it get to you then? Like, what's what's the Facebook call? Do you have a website? Like, what's your preferred? Just just Facebook Messenger, mate. Just um, I we've got a website and stuff, and obviously an email address and that. But I think it's easier. Just I think if people are seeing this, it's probably because I would have probably shared it on Facebook. So um, if not, then you know just go to Facebook and either search Lindsay's Highland Tours or else just Stephen Lindsay, um, and then just just drop me a message. But um, I, or even get in touch with yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're sharing that, and then people have got ideas, then get in touch yourself. Like we'll keep in touch, and uh, Danny obviously will be will be keeping in touch. But mm-hmm. I think it's great what you're doing. I think if you're, um, you know, people are. I'm more interested. I think either in people that have just started up a business that are maybe trying to get more followers and trying to grow their business a bit, then you know I'd like to kind of help help people like that. But also people that have got ideas, then just even if it's like a a Zoom call, do you know what I mean? Every weekend or whatever, just to have a few beers and, and just what chat. What we are doing just, and who? Aye, just like this. I <laughs> people are just, um, they've never, like, this is obviously new to me. Um, you know, this is the first kind of like podcast that I've done. I've talked about it for ages and I've listened to podcasts for ages, but I think they're going to become more popular, especially about the whole Joe Rogan thing. I think that'll blow things up as well. Oh, fuck man, aye. That means <laughs> we've, we've got a full uh, gap on YouTube now, so I think <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this could fit this gap. There you go. <laughs> uh, just uh, call it the uh, the Danny Clark experience. Uh, <laughs> no, no, here yeah, for the win, for the win. Remember, for the win. For the win. Uh, I like that. So it's good. Uh, it's so a playing word. Word. Yeah, but yeah. I, um, I, do you want to kind of start wrapping it up there? Then that's about an hour, isn't it? Is it about an hour? Aye. In? Is that aye, that's fine, man. So, uh, yeah. aye, tune in for the next one. Cheers aye, for coming on, Steve. Thank you. Bye. Cheers, man. See you later, mate. Later on. Cheers, boys. I like that, boys. That was good, man. Is you still recording? Did you stop it? It's tough, mate. Tough. I liked it. It was cool. Uh, it was cool. Give us a second. I had to get it.